All right, man. So how are you feeling after last night? <clears throat> I've recovered. I've re- uh, definitely recovered from last night. I watched a bunch of sports shows where a bunch of people were upset <laughs> about it. And I was like, all right, well. Yeah, I felt more upset for you than than you were. I'm at not even. Point. I wasn't even really upset because if we would have, I mean, we only won six games. If we were one more, then we were five. But I mean, the game was the game. There was really no purpose for them to purposely lose the game <clears throat> when they had a quarterback that they've had for four years. Well, not four years. It's been like two years. They had a quarterback for like two years, and and he never played. We do everybody. Everybody that watched that game saw what was happening. They were down by three points, and their coach was like, "Oh fuck it, I'm not supposed to win this game," so they can move up three draft positions. Hmm. Three, and given the amount of quarterbacks that have to be <laughs> going to be taken in the first round, it wouldn't have mattered what position they were at. Six or nine, they weren't going to take quarterback. They're probably going to take either somebody on defense or somebody or, or wide receiver. There are a plethora of both of those positions in the draft. They would have been fine with six or nine. Now, all they did was fuck Jalen Hurts up. Because yeah, now they, they still don't know what they have from him. Well, Because that was the kind of game that he's supposed to be able to go out and win. I don't see... If if Doug Peterson makes it to next season, I'll be shocked. Oh, because from what I've seen online and from what I'm hearing from like the insiders, he lost the locker room when he made that move yesterday. Oh, I, I'm, I, I didn't I say that? I said that last. I was like, there's no way that the dudes that went out there and were playing football, and then he he tried to explain it. Said I was I was playing to win. No, there was no way that you saw what you did and say you were. Plan to win, and then there's journalists that are like, "Well, he was seven. He was he only clicked like seven passes for seventy two yards. They were only down by three points. Yeah, at that point they could. And it was only three points because you didn't kick a field goal when you should have kicked the field goal. It would have been tied. And the way Washington was playing, you could have easily scored about another time because they didn't even score again until like late into the fourth. And court. all they all they scored was a field goal. <laughs> when when he took him out the game, it was seventeen fourteen. So Washington really was trying to give y'all this game. And it ended up being 2014. Jalen Hurts would have won that. Even with not throwing the ball. They couldn't they weren't stopping him from doing anything. Yeah. There were a they, couple of drives, but they weren't they weren't they were stalling, but that was more because of his receivers weren't catching the damn ball. Yeah, when I saw that they weren't bringing Jalen Hurts in, their defense did exactly what I thought they were gonna do, and that was we're just gonna blitz your quarterback now. And it was still working. <laughs> That's the crazy thing. Because even after that, they got an interception. Like, the defense continued to play, which, shout out to those dudes, because I know if you're a professional football player, there's no way that you, the people who are doing the, the tanking or, or who, want, who talk about tanking are the people in the front office and the coaching staff. I mean, and I'm, I'm not even going to say the coaching staff usually because those niggas get fired because of a loss in a second. But it's usually front office people that want to position the team in a better place. But there's no front office that's going to do that for three draft positions when there's, it's another loaded draft at the positions you need. Mm-hmm. 
There's there's no way. Matter of fact, let me pull up the uh, let me pull up the draft order. Go ahead and do that. I'm gonna go ahead and get the show started. On New Year's Eve, I'm on Twitter and I'm seeing everybody post about MF Doom, and I'm like, well, what happened to MF Doom? Is, is he all right? And I I look and I see that he had passed. And so at first, my first initial thought is, damn, what a way to go out in 2020 with him dying today. Uh, then I see the the letter that his wife had wrote saying that he had passed away on Halloween, passed away October 31st, 2020. And to me, knowing who he is and being a fan of his for like close to 20 years, it was on par, but I just, in my mind, I went, man, that's crazy how you can get that off. Like somebody of that stature could pass away and you don't know about it for two months. When you have people that pass away and not even five minutes after they're gone, that's all over the internet. So what I decided to do, because I've, I've, I'm done mourning now, I just want to like get some shit off. So I know me and D agreed to uh, do this back when the news dropped. So I just went ahead and, and made a little mix of some of my favorite uh, MF Doom cuts, especially one from that Mad Villain album. Rest in peace to the Mad Villain. Someone of a travesty having me Then he told the people you can call me your majesty Keep your battery charged He know it won't stick yo And it's not his fault to kick slow Shoulda let your trick hold chick hold your sick glow Plus nobody couldn't do nothing once he let the brick go And you know I know that's a bunch of snow The beat is so butter Peep the slow cutter as he utter the calm flow Don't talk about my mom yo Sometimes he rhyme quick, sometimes he rhyme slow Or vice versa Whip up a slice of nice verse pie Hit it on the first try Villain, the worst guy, spot hot tracks like spot a pair of fat asses, shots of the scotch from out the square shot glasses. And he won't stop till he got the masses. And show him what they know not through flows of hot molasses. Do it like the robot to head spin to boogaloo. Took a few minutes to convince the average boogaloo. It's ugly, like look at you, it's a damn shame. Just remember all caps when you spell the man name. That's what they all say. He wasn't 
Somebody sucked them off in the hallway. But have it your way, raw, no foreplay. That's you if you wanna do to wear a mask all day. And just to think, I used to be proud of you, and you had some real good power. Catch a throat fool from the fire vocal with ash and molten glass like I am Jyla Joker. Volcano out of Iceland. You'll conquer and destroy the rap world like the white man. Learned from a pro as a mentor. Started with a bird nest and burnt it to a cinder. Gotta get the party kicking. Plus, your little charred body smelted like chicken. As the dollar continues to lose momentum, you need land for murder Indians and represent them. Gold is up, urging all thugs. Trading out chains for cash, splurging on drugs. A more secure investment, food and water, a couple of gallons for your cutest daughter. And thank him as a Yankee fellow southerner. Don't forget the general rank. Hello, governor. Welcome to This Ain't a Podcast featuring Spread. Indeed. Um, today, uh, we, we, we're pretty much, I, I hope you guys understand what's going on here. We're going to be wrapping up uh, a lot of what we saw last week, or yesterday, because I said this, I came over here yesterday to watch a few games um, with my fellow colleague, and I said, week 17, this week 17 has been the West, best week 17 of Roger Goodell's career, and he's got to be loving this. Oh, yeah. Because he had me sit here on your couch and watch the Eagles versus the Washington football team on Sunday night. I would have easily skipped that game. Oh, yeah. If that didn't have anything, yeah, I would have definitely. I, I should. That's my division. I want to watch that. Um, I got the draft order. So, the Eagles essentially uh, potentially fucked up all the trust in their locker room between their players and their coach to get from the ninth spot to the sixth spot. You know who they're ahead of? They went ahead of Detroit. Well, this is who they, they did all this to get ahead of. To get ahead of Detroit, who's probably taking a quarterback. Carolina, who's probably taking a quarterback. And Denver, who's probably taking literally anything. <laughs> but Wait. I'm doing first pick, Jacksonville, quarterback. Second pick, New York, if not quarterback, offensive lineman. Miami, either offensive lineman or a wide receiver. Okay. There's three there's three top three there's three top flight wide receivers that are supposed supposed to go. I think that from early. Alabama's going to Miami. The two dudes from Alabama, the one that didn't that's that was injured, mm-hmm. and then the one Devontae Smith, and then the dude from LSU who sat this year. Okay, so let's pencil the – I'll go ahead and pencil the Dolphins in from one of those people. Boom, there's one. One of the Alabama boys. Falcons, probably a quarterback. Cincinnati, probably an offensive lineman. Oh, we're at the sixth pick. That would have been Detroit, quarterback. Carolina, maybe quarterback. If Who knows? Maybe a wide receiver for Carolina. Who knows? Okay, <laughs> Even if wide receiver, let's say they take one of the three. Boom. We're at nine, uh, eight, Denver. I'm, I don't know. I think Denver's doing the defensive side of the ball. I think they're picking up either edge rusher or a cornerback. 
We're at nine now. That would have been where the Eagles were. So if you want to take a cornerback, if you want to take a wide receiver there, boom, he's there. If they take a, a fucking linebacker, which I've seen them projected to take, I don't think he would have been gone any of these places at all. So you basically, you're, you're, you're hoping, and I'm, I'm sure Doug Peterson is hoping, that you haven't screwed over the rapport that you have with <coughs> Jalen Hurts because Carson is looking to get traded. That was the report coming into yesterday. Carson Wentz is going to ask to be traded in the offseason. And I'm probably, well, I'll bet my bottom dollars to Indianapolis. Another report was that Phillip Rivers is probably going to be retiring after they get eliminated from the playoffs. So, you did all this for what? You pissed off a fan base that you probably shouldn't be pissing off. Uh, you've given you've given the Giants a ridiculous amount of bulletin board material next season. Whether we're good or not, um, I'm I'm almost one hundred percent that y'all are going to be in for a treat <laughs> playing us twice next year. You made yourself look foolish in front of the entire country. And I don't know. And you're right. They, they might fire Doug Peterson for this because, That's if, what you, I'm saying because if you lost your locker room, there's nowhere else for you to go, dog. Because there's a report going out that the owner is having a meeting with Doug Peterson tomorrow. Yeah, because yeah. from what Doug Peterson said, it was his. this was all, all on him. Cool. You Thank you for zeroing in on who to put the blame on for this huge fuck up. I think yesterday was a big representation of the Eagles season where they just, I, I feel like they just self-imploded this year. I feel like they didn't really, I think he really wanted to use Jalen Hurts earlier on, but he wanted to keep uh, old boy happy. See, I don't think he ever wanted to actually go to Jalen Hurts. And then I think when he went to Jalen Hurts, remember it was before that Saints game. I think he was anticipating Jalen Hurts looking bad in that Saints game. He actually hasn't looked and he bad won. at all. And he won. <laughs> but he he hasn't looked bad at all. Like, yeah. And then last week, uh, last week he got they screwed him on a uh, a fumble. When they played Dallas, his knee was on the ground, and that's when the ball comes out. That and they, game against Dallas, he could he could have easily won that. They yes. stopped throwing the ball to Deshaun Jackson, who at the beginning of the game had one of his you know signature eighty yard touchdowns. I'm saying 80 yards. I don't really know the exact numbers, but it was one of his, you know, his yeah, bombs. one of his, I just outran you. Yeah. And, and the, ball, the ball was waiting for me. And I was sitting there going, <laughs> okay, everybody knows the Cowboys defense is ass. But I would it, keep doing that. But you know what? It was easy for people. They beat teams that should have been able to run up points on them. Dallas did this year. Whether it was with Dak or without Dak. They beat some teams that should have just ran up the, the yards on them. So it would have been easy for, for him to come in and be like, oh, shit. <clears throat> and then he's talking about leaving in all these star players. Don't you owe it to them to try to win the game? To end this, this terrible season on a yeah, good note? It, it would be different if the game was pretty much done and Washington had blown them out. Yeah, if, they were, if it was a blowout, yes, get put the white boy but in. But that game was still like, they were only down by three and the no. game was still winnable when he did this. Yeah, I, when, we, when we were at last night, I thought they were going to win the game. Even down three, I thought they were going to win that game. 
they had done so much and clawed and they were right there. I thought they were going to, I thought Jalen was going to run them down the field and score. And I thought that was going to be it. Yeah, he's going to have to. And, and Zach Ertz, did you see Zach Ertz? They, him, Carson Wentz, and a couple other people stayed on the field until like one thirty in the morning. Like, Zach is the most, out of everybody, he's the most hurt. Now, I don't know if he's going to retire or if he just he just knows that he's going to be out of Philly. But he pretty much let it be known that this was going to be his last game as an Eagle. Well, yeah. So, I mean, you got to, these guys were, what, like three years removed from a Super Bowl? Three or four? Uh, like three, it was like 2018. Like, to see certain guys who are part of that team go out like this, it breaks your heart a bit if, you, if you're if you not a Giants fan. I don't know how you feel about it. But, like, just seeing Zach Ertz, who was, like, one of the, like, the names on that team who really was getting everybody hyped up, I think he was the one that introduced the whole underdog thing with the with the dog mask and stuff. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Through. Like, to see him go from that to being like just depleted as a football player, it sucks. It really sucks. And it's like you can't. How do you get these people? You're telling these dudes you need to give it your all. You need to play the whole sixty minutes. You you need to come to work every day, do all this, and they're doing they're doing because they were playing their asses off last night. Like I don't like the Eagles because I'm a Giants fan. But they, I can't take nothing away from them. They were playing their ass. They were trying their heart with a team that shouldn't have be, even been close in that game. And you see all the names that were out for that game yesterday. The too. offensive line that I couldn't name anybody up there. All their defensive line people were gone. They didn't have. They had all their. They had all the young receivers that they got were playing. And they were still, like I said, down three points, but with momentum and. The defense was definitely holding it down. But for your coach to cut you off at the knees like that, that's kind of that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, Jim Schwartz announced that he was going to be at least retiring for a year. He just wants to take a year off, which okay, that makes sense. He he wants to get his mental and things back in order. I understand that cuz that's got to be a stressful job, man. And uh to see his defense go out on the field and try to win the game only for that to happen you got to feel for him because he probably wanted to go out on a high note. Like, you know, you guys go out there. Let's let's at least win one more before I get up out of here. Then you do that to him. Like, I don't see how Doug Peterson comes back and gets that locker room ready for next year. I just don't see it. I don't see him doing that. And I don't see him going to another because there's a lot of opportunities out there now. It's hard to like as a it's po- going to be hard to bring him in and see what he just did. It's going to be hard to to say any of the bullshit that football coaches say to grown men to have them believe you. Yeah, he can't say any of those things to anybody now because you just showed us you're full of shit. The NFL is not like college. You can't go in there with a rah-rah attitude and nah, get all your nah. men hyped up. That's not how this works. Now, you can you could be like, I expect y'all to play, play hard and play for 60 minutes, but what are you going to do when they be like, are you going to coach for 60 minutes? Because you didn't do that last year. Like, I just don't see how this works next year. And he maybe talked to them and let them know, hey, look, there's a reason behind this, and the reasoning was something that we don't know yet. That could be the case, but from the outside looking in, that was horrible. 
and I know they were they they had said something like, "Oh, maybe he told the team before the game." Well, you could look at Jalen Hurts on the and there were there's a there's a like a, a snippet of him saying this isn't right on the bench. Jalen Hurts, yes, yeah, he lost that team, bro. Kelsey, what's the dude's name? Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, his brother. Ooh. <laughs> Travis plays for Kansas City. His yeah, brother right. plays for Philly. And they look but, like too. I can't remember. What, his whatever. His brother was like, you you weren't playing to win the game. When you do that, you're playing to lose that game. Because no matter how, how this dude could have been the next coming of Joe Montana. This dude could have been Steve Young walking in. This he could have been Tom Brady. He could have been Patrick Mahomes coming in. He's been on your roster for like two years, and you have not had him play a snap. He's going to be a free agent next year. But all of a sudden, in the fourth quarter of the last game of the season, with you guys down by three points, you want to see how he looks for what? And he came out the game and threw an interception and then fumbled. Yeah. Those are his two. That, that was his first two possessions. Yeah, I think he threw another interception. Then, if you if you were if you were trying to if you if you were trying to improve your draft position, just say that. Don't come out on after the game and say. But even then, like that's when you would start him and let Jalen sit. That's for the another game. thing. Why even have Jalen? If you were trying to if you're trying to win and trying to keep him from getting hurt. Why even have him in the game? Start, start your, old start boy. your, yes, put him in the game and be like, this is your game. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it, this something about this just doesn't sit right to me. And for you to say, oh, I was coaching to win the game, that's a lie. Now you're, now you're playing with everybody's minds and you think everybody's stupid, including your players. But when your players are at their post-game press conferences and they're like, you do that, you're not playing to win the game. <clears throat> Jalen Hurst is like, I don't know about I. I play every game to win. And let's not put this on the backup quarterback, okay? He was just thrown in the mix. He, he could he couldn't do anything. That that was not his fault. I, I've seen people sort of say, well, he, if he had played better, maybe no. It's that not kid, on him. That kid had no idea he was going into yeah, that game. That, not it's to not mention, on him. usually when you bring in a a quarterback, a backup quarterback that don't know what the fuck they're doing. You know what you do more? Run the fucking ball. I just don't. Nothing about this sits right with me. But I want to move on now to some better news. The Tennessee Titans won the AFC South yesterday off of a very fucking lucky kick. Okay. But I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about the guy, the king, Derrick Henry. (sighs) Who joined? Uh, is it the one-time two thousand club or is it multiple two thousands? No, no, no. I've seen I've seen several different things. It's the club you had a two thousand yard season. Okay, so you it just you just need a one. It's, yes. Okay. Which I don't know if any of them have ever done it more than once. So he joins the list, and it's a very short list. There's only like eight people up there, like Barry Sanders, Terrell Davis. Chris Johnson, Adrian Peterson. Which is, you know what's funny? Chris Johnson was on the Titans. 
Yeah, that is crazy, isn't it? Is it Eddie George on that list too? No. Oh. Adrian Peterson, I think I just said. Jamal Lewis, Eric Dickerson, and one other Hall of Fame player. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Jesus I just had Christ. to take a moment tonight uh, to send a message I should know when to you're wrong with this. Derek Henry. <laughs> Congratulations, buddy. Yes, how do you talk you to yourself? You very exclusive 2,000-yard <laughs> club. You made me look good because all season on Twitter, especially in the last yeah, few that's why he made weeks, look good, I predicted that you would be the next guy to do it. Um, I think we're all proud to have Nigga, you. Shut I'm up. pretty sure you've already you heard from some of the guys. Uh, and I'm sure in the next 24 hours, you'll hear from all the guys. But once again, buddy, you did it. You did it in style. And welcome, buddy. Welcome. God bless. Take care. Can't wait to shake your hand. Mm. Are you going to be wearing a glove when you do that? This nigga act like it was such a stretch to say Derrick Henry was going to break 2,000. He was only the Russian champion with, what, like 1,500 last year? Yeah, but, you, you know, injuries could happen, and the season was undetermined. It didn't. Like, it, it Dog, certain, if you were, it was certain for one, that dude don't even miss games. Honestly, <laughs> I can't I don't remember understand. the last time he missed a game. Like, you know how people say that Kawhi Leonard is like a cyborg? I feel like Derrick Henry is the same way. I feel like that's a robot. There's no way. That's a, that's a bulldozer. I'm telling you, that's an Escalade with the speed of a Ferrari. A bulldozer with a Lambo engine. And you can't hurt him. When's the last time you seen him but out I, like I, with a season-ending injury? This dude, we just watched this dude stiff arm grown men in whatever direction he wanted to throw them. And it was a stretch. OJ acts like he did something like, oh, man, yeah, Derrick Henry was going to get 2,000. Dog, shut the fuck up. Hey, man, it's hard to get 2,000, dog. You know what a stretch was? Saying that an All-American running back <laughs> that played for the NFL is going to kill his wife and her boyfriend. That's oh, a stretch. You know what, man? OJ, That's I, a stretch. OJ, I am so sorry. Hey, man, let me bro. ask you a question. Somebody says something <laughs> during one of the games last night. Where they, oh, they were comparing somebody to Ray Lewis. They compared <laughs> old boy from Washington. Oh, Chase Young. Yeah. To Ray Lewis. You know who his did leadership, that, right? His leadership uh, uh, intangibles. What are you going to say? Say it. I wanted to know. No, no, because no, I was going to say something last night, but you cut me off. Because what I, did you think I was gonna say? No, where were you gonna go? Because you know you go, you go. No, 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 no. Where did you think I was gonna go? No, go ahead, say it. Say what you need. Did to you say. think I was gonna say get something off, about the? Get the, it off your chest. <laughs> did you think I was gonna say something about the murder? New New Year, New Dijon. Go ahead. <laughs> no, get, get get it off. Did you think I was gonna say something about go the murder? Off. Go off. Go off. Me and pops don't appreciate you doing this. Is that what you thought? I was gonna say something about the murder. I don't even know why I do this show. <laughs> Is that what you thought? I mean, you were right. That's exactly what I was going to do. And, and you just you just do this. And I feel like you're only doing this because I played the OJ clip. I really do. I feel like you. Well, clearly not because I was going to say it last night. Yeah. That was before the OJ clip. But, but you didn't even think about saying it until I played the OJ clip. Just go ahead and say what you need to say. That way I can go on. No, I'm Say good. no, say it. You know what? You know what did it for Get me? It you throwing yourself oops off the backboard to play the OJ clip. <laughs> You read all the people on the list. It was like, oh, and one other person is starting to click. Get the fuck out of here. Don't be, throwing your, don't be segueing yourself into the Here's fucking Here's another stat that's crazy, um, So, in October 22nd, the Ravens had traded to get Yannick Ngankwe. I, I guess I said his name. Yeah, from, uh, 
from the Vikings, right? He was on the Vikings, but he had just got traded to the Vikings from the Jags. From the Jags. Because he wanted to go to y'all from the Jags, but they were like, nah, 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 nah. They're not giving up enough. So, <laughs> this is a crazy-ass stat. We got him in October 22nd. It is now January 4th. He is still the the Vikings leading sacks, sacks yep. lead this season. That yeah, is yeah, sad. Yeah. That is absolutely sad. Yeah. And the Vikings were in it this year. They were like in the mix. They were in the mix for they were in the mix for a while. They were. They were they were Yeah. That is They were crazy. they were in it until they weren't. And you know it, that sounded bad, but them being out of it came a lot later in the season than I anticipated. That's the thing, okay? There's only seven teams per conference, so that that means eight other teams from each conference sucked. Well, I mean, you could say nine in the NFC because the fucking the the, the football team is not good. Okay, we we could say that. Shout out to them; they won, but nobody from our division is good. They're just, and honestly, you can't say you can't say they're the best out of our division without a asterisk on that because they we beat them twice. Okay, so if you want to just talk straight divisional. We we were number one in the division, tied tied at four and two with them, but we have the tiebreaker because we beat them twice, and we beat them with whatever quarterback they trotted on the field. We beat Alex Smith, and I think we beat um, the other white dude, Kyle Allen. Yeah, y'all forgot Kyle Allen was out there for the, <laughs> at some point this year, but that's neither here nor there. It all depends on when you are eliminated from playoff contention. <laughs> that that was I did all I said all of that to say this. That's what it means. If you know your team ain't good, you want them to be not good enough to last majority of the season so that the shit that you're watching actually means something. I have the honor of saying I all the Giants games this year meant something. <laughs> Cuz we were in it right to the end. And ayo hey, we're undefeated in 2021. Jesus Christ. <laughs> undefeated. No, get your shit off, man. Go ahead. We Go have ahead. not lost a game in 2021. What's good? You know who else is undefeated in 2021? The Lakers. If that's the case, I can say the Ravens. You, dog, you can't. That'll end. <laughs> that might, That might end at some point. But I can no, I can say this until <laughs> we're talking about regular season. I can say it until <laughs> fucking September, at least. What we like, we might come back with a juggernaut next year, and I can just extend it. But I can at least say this until week one next year. Oh, by the way, I want to, I want to play the I want to play the Eagles week one. Did they already? Um, no, they they something that they well they sent out who. What teams everybody's playing, but yeah, the schedule, you know, the schedule's not schedule, coming until yeah. well, until probably after the draft, I think. But yeah, I want them week one. I want they uh they uh, they owe us a fate, and I need it week one. Somebody's got. I want Doug Peterson 
I want his head on a stick. Which, you know, it's funny. He's not a bad offensive. He outthinks himself. Like, I, like the second game they played us, he went for it on fourth down every time. Asked me how many. Oh, no, he didn't go for it. On, they, they failed to convert a third down the whole game. <laughs> he just, he out, he thinks he's the smartest person in the room, and most times he's not. And then it didn't help because he won the Super Bowl and he beat Belichick. And we know how niggas feel about defensive Bill Belichick. I mean, fucking, what's the dude's name? Uh, um, Tom Coughlin beat Belichick twice. We know that nigga's not the smartest person in the room. Man, he traded away all of Jacksonville. He he pissed everybody off and then traded them. <laughs> like you had you had, and now they all out here flourishing. Yes, you had a lockdown cornerback. And I'm not going to say generational because I don't think lockdown cornerbacks are generational. We've had so many in the history of the of the game. We have a lockdown cornerback once every like five years. That's that can't be generational to me. But they had a lockdown cornerback. We'll shut down your best receiver, and that's all he wanted to guard was your best receiver. And you pissed him off so much he cried his way out of fucking Jacksonville. Then you send him to see, and y'all got y'all fucking up, GMs. Y'all not supposed to be sending a player to a better situation. If I don't, if I don't fuck with you like that, I'm trading you to like the Arena Football League. He's supposed to trade him to the Roughnecks. He's supposed to trade him to the. What was it? The Norfolk Nighthawks. This nigga traded him to the fucking Rams, who were a couple injuries away from. <laughs> he gave the Rams exactly what they needed. Competing, yes, that's exactly what they needed. Man, shout out to football. That was a good. That was a good slate of games yesterday. I don't think we've ever had it. We've never had a, sun, a, a last Sunday of the week that had that many playoff implications. That we actually whether, cared about. Whether it be making the playoffs or seeding or any, like, there was so much. Uh, shout out to Cleveland for finally getting in the playoffs. Yo, enjoy it for the six days. Yeah, because Pittsburgh is not going to let that slide again. They about to bust y'all ass, boy. But, you know, shout out, shout out to y'all, I guess. See, you know what? These are the games. This, this is the game right here. Where Pittsburgh has a banged up secondary right now. This is the game where your Odell Beckham Jr. really comes in handy. Yeah. Oh, man. Odell would have went off. You don't need. I'm not going to say you need Odell every week. Yeah, but he would have went off. Especially but in the, the playoffs. This with the with the bright lights. Yeah, Odell loves the bright lights. With a with a with a, a, a secondary Ooh. that's banged up. Oh, my God. It's, oh, let Jarvis set it up. <laughs> Dog, are you serious? Joku, let them set it up, and then just let him have his moment. You still got to honor both running backs? Are you serious? Boy. They would have been a problem for, for, for Pittsburgh. Like, the way people are talking about the Ravens right now being, like, the team you don't want to play in the playoffs, I think that would have been Cleveland. Bar none, that would have been Cleveland. See, and I think I think the, I think Baker's whole problem was that he 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 did what Eli was doing. If all else fails, throw it to Odell. (laughs) 
And nine times out of ten, Odell's catching the ball. But when you do that, the defense is like, oh, he's going to throw to Odell. But if you, if he, if Odell would have been able to come back like later in the season, he, he had, he built up a better rapport with Landry from when Odell was gone. <coughs> Odell would have ran wild this week coming up. He would have went out there and they would have, they would have bust up on uh, Pittsburgh, I think. And Pittsburgh. I'm going to save my predictions for this upcoming slate of um, games for Thursday. Just know I was scared as hell seeing the Titans win yesterday. Yeah, this dude was in here shook, boy. I ain't not, he he had that look when you get a bad report card at school and you know you got to go home and you know what's waiting for you. He had that look on his face the whole time. Son. Cause you know, I just talked about him. That that man, that's a grown man, Derrick Henry. That man is a problem, problem. And really, what can you do to stop him? Like nobody's had an actual game plan to stop him. They've had game plans to stop everybody else. The, I'm gonna tell you what the game plan is. You ready? Pray. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. you. Ready? You gotta jump out on them and go up a lot. That's what Cleveland did. Cause, boy, like they did that, and they that basically took him out the game. Yes, but yeah. we when we did that, when we did it earlier this year, I don't think that lead was big enough because they. No, just, you gotta, I was like, oh, there's no, there's no, no you got, way. You got to build up a lead that was. You got to build up a lead, and you got to sustain it through at least half we, of the game. I think we were up by like seventeen in the fourth. I was like, there's no way they're running him. We won this game because there's just the way time works. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I forgot this man can run for like 20 yards just off rip. Yeah. See, you got to – they were able to I, – I, can I watch the game? Because I was like, shit, they built up a league. But but when they did that, they took him out the game. Like They were just like, oh, he's not – we're taking him out the game plan. Because he's not really a – he's not really your, your catching back either. No. He's just old school. Yeah. Give me the ball. So he's not gonna line, he's not gonna line up in the slide and go catch you a fifteen nah, yard nah, slant nah. route. But he's just gonna run the ball. So if you get them to to eliminate him from the game plan because they got a score bunch now, oh, it's over. They can't that boy like Tannehill's good, but he's not gonna be able to keep up. He can't consistently put points on the board. And if you're in, if you're gonna make him throw every down, then your defense should feast off of that because you guys got the better secondary. I just hope we don't play zone for most of the game. That's another thing you can't play zone for the because <laughs> you gave him like thirty yards right there. If you play zone, they're gonna run those receivers out. And boy, it's gonna be fun. I, I, I'm here. He's got he's got to embarrass one of you. <laughs> he's got to embarrass one of your linebackers, and that's it. He'll he's probably gone. get the rookie. He'll probably be, and he's gone. get Patrick Queen. He'll probably get Patrick. The the old boy from LSU, who actually has been balling his ass off this year. But, yeah, he probably going to get one because he was supposed to get one in the last game and, and it got called back for a holding penalty. You know what I'm sad for? My favorite football player, Buda Baker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe next year. Come on with us. That's what y'all get for beating us. You think DK going to get off in the playoffs? Um, he should, but I really haven't heard a lot of DK in a couple weeks. It doesn't sound like he's been like... Matter of fact, since the Giants game, I haven't heard a lot of DK. just chilling? 
just See, and here's the, here's the thing. When you have games like and I think he was a little banged up. When you have a game like that where you lose to a team you're not supposed to lose to, teams with better talent are going to look, which I, and I can't even say better talent because our secondary is actually really good. Our defense is a good unit. Bradbury was locking down a whole lot of people. But when you see that, they see how to play you. So then they play you better for the rest of the season. Um, I don't think, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to make no picks today, clearly. But he should, this is where he should thrive. I'd, I'd say make him like an Anquan Bolden type. Big physical receiver, like, out slant. Don't, like, have him go for home runs. Just wear your defense down a bit or have them guessing. And then go for and a home it, run. It also all depends on what what the uh, the Seattle run game is going to look like. Yeah, because some weeks they look like, oh my god, how, they got all these running backs that are killing us. And then the next week they they fucking you don't even know if they have a healthy running back to to, to run the ball with. Speaking of the uh, Seahawks, shout out to Jamal Adams for finally making it to the playoffs. And shout out to the Jets okay. for finally getting rid of Adam Gase. Yeah, I see. I knew he wasn't gonna last. Took y'all a minute. Did you see that Jim Harbaugh? I know I'm jumping into college. You see, he got an extension. I see. I, <laughs> I, I saw that, and I'm still trying to wonder. I'm still trying to figure out why. What does he have on he, them? He was supposed to get fired. <laughs> he, I, I didn't think he was gonna make it to the bowl season. With the season they had this year, he was supposed to get fired. They gave him a five year extension. Did y'all learn nothing from Auburn? We extended Gus Miles. Oh, praise God, he's gone. Praise God, Gus Malzahn is gone. But we extended Gus you know, Malzahn, and like two years in, we was like, oh, we you know, you know what it is? When you're liked by everybody. <clears throat> See, a lot of these coaches, they become like egotistical douchebags. So they're not very liked in the university outside of the football program. So it's easy for your... <laughs> Sports guy to be like, hey, it's it's done. You you, you guys have been sucking. It's over. Because sometimes all it takes is one season to suck before you lose your job. When you're nice and everybody loves you, you get a little more leeway because they enjoy having you around. Well, I know with with, with college, and he's you, making more money for the university. If you keep the boosters happy, you pretty much have a secure job. Yeah, like all you have to do really is just make it to a bowl game. And keep the boosters happy, and you pretty much have a job for life. And I honestly think he he was a big part of them getting that Jordan deal. I think that gave him some time, too. Um, I know that's the main reason why we fired Gus Malzahn was because he just lost the boosters. Because he could have easily had this job for the rest of his life. But the boosters, he just turned on them, and they were like, oh, oh." see, if you have a job after Mississippi State, and literally fired him the next day. So... That could be it. It could be that because he does bring in a lot of like four star recruits. I mean, even for them to lose five games a year, he does bring in a lot of big names. So they probably are keeping him on board for that. Who? Uh, Harbaugh? Yeah. Nigga, what's the point of you getting recruits? But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, he's, he's getting all these big names. They're just not winning shit. So I don't know. Maybe they but think. See, now, well, and, and, that's, and all you're doing is strengthen argument for why he should be gone. Once again, it's probably keeping the boosters happy. Like, oh, it's we're, gotta we're be. probably catching one with this guy, you know. And then he's not. 
Because you're I not mean, beating Ohio State. He's not. It doesn't seem like he's in any scandals. And from what the players, from from what I've seen, from, you don't see a player that's like, oh, man, Jim. Oh, they I love him. Jim. They love him. But he's always been like, he's a player's coach. That's how you got the Michigan job, because all the Stanford players went to bat for him. And and that's how you got the 49ers job. So, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't. I don't understand it. I think he'll be able to coach there as long as he wants. Just like I think Lincoln Riley will be able to coach Oklahoma for as long as All he wants. All you got to do is keep the boosters happy. Keep the people with the money happy. And you don't have to life. win a whole lot of games. There's only, the boosters are really happy about, you don't have to even get to a big bowl. You just got to beat Ohio State. But he or hasn't keep done it, that in a Or while. keep it competitive. And maybe maybe Michigan State. Ohio State looking like the Alabama of whatever conference they're in. They, that, they are the Alabama of the Big Ten. Hey, do you want to talk about that game now, or you want to talk about it on Thursday? Because I'm going to talk about Clemson, but what game? the national championship. So we can talk about that on Monday. Yeah, we could talk about that. <laughs> that's, that's a week out, dog. I ain't worried about that shit oh, right yeah, now. We're, we're good. But Clemson, yeah, y'all deserve that L. Mm. Especially Dabu sitting mm. there calling Ohio State the number 11 team in, in the nation. Mm. And then he tried to walk it back like, well, I didn't rank anybody that played less than eight games that high. <laughs> you see LeBron caught him in that too? Yep. Man. I mean, they, they, I, I, will, thought, I will say. I thought Clemson had it. That targeting shit on Clemson's linebacker was bullshit. Yeah, that was. That was. Uh, and I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I know it's hard to, be, to play defense now because I'm looking at shit and I'm like, where can you hit these people? If your helmet touches any part of their helmet, you're getting whistled. If your helmet touches any part of their body first, they're probably whistling you. And then in college, why why is targeting automatically ejectable? I don't know, but I've seen a lot of those lately this year. If you're trying to get them ready for the pros, why is that automatically like automatic ejection? And it's not even like because like you said, it's not like it's helmet to helmet. No. And a lot of these targeting calls are like on defenders who are already like going full speed and the the person with the ball is letting up. And it just the timing is just bad. Or trying to move to avoid getting hit. Like Because I know he hit he hit oh boy, he hit Justin Fields straight up rib rib shot. With his shoulder. I, I seen the textbook tackle right there. I know in the NFL you can't land on a quarterback where that's roughing the passer. But you in can't college, put, you put, put your whole body yeah, you weight can't, on him. You can't like land with your whole weight on him. Yeah. In college, that's considered like a targeting penalty. I'm like, what? And I that threw me off. I was like, wait, what? Because I've seen it happen like three times. I was like, how's that targeting? It was just, if anything, it's roughing the passer. That's why I never. And no, it, that wasn't, it couldn't have been roughing the passer. At that point, he's a running back. And you're not getting that call for any running backs. But I think with them targeting is like if your helmet touches their shoulder, he hit them in the ribs. But that's what I'm saying. Like the the, the dimensions, like they got to work on that. There was nothing the about, and I understand the rule. There was nothing about that hit that was targeting, even by definition. I watched him. I watched him a million times. He he literally hit him with his shoulder, but it was where his shoulder, the L from the from the helmet to the shoulder. Were you supposed to hit people? He hit them there. It was just because he hit them so hard. They were like, oh, we got to throw a flag for this. No, you didn't because it wasn't a flag. Now, and then that's fucked up too. 
that dude's a senior. He's not playing this. He's not going to be able to play this game again. This is his last game. Now you kicked him out two years in a row. Now I don't know about the year before. I don't. I don't know that about that play. But this is the second year in a row. This, this same kid got kicked out of a, a, the fucking semifinal game. It makes no sense. Why is this? Even if you keep the flag, cool. This should not be something you could automatically kick a kid out of the game for. And they automatically review. Like every time it's yes. targeting with them, they automatically. So what in that did you see made that targeting? He was hurt. That's it. Because, and then I think that I think the announcers be fucking snitching. Like they don't even say shit about looking at targeting until these niggas is like, "Oh man, that looked like targeting." <laughs> niggas is like, "Oh word, it did." Oh, let me look. look let's look at that. And then once you say that, I've never seen that happen. And them come back and say it's not targeting. Anytime that there's no flag on the field. And somebody says something that, oh, that looked like targeting. And then they go review. It's always targeting. Every time. Like, are you serious? Like, the commentators are like 800 and O with, with fucking identifying targeting? That's crazy. That's why these niggas can't wait to get, a, get to the league. <laughs> because y'all bullshit with them. Like, you fucking with their college careers. What if what if a team was like, oh, you, you're, you're reckless with your tackling, and you don't get drafted now because you've been kicked out of fucking a bowl game two years in a row for targeting, for bullshit targeting calls? Nigga, NFL, they'd be like, man, take that 13 and go carry your ass. <laughs> and NFL, that's not getting flagged. No, no way, no how. Well, you you could say that, but after what I saw yesterday against Detroit, eh. well, that was yeah, that was just that was that was sad. That, that was just bullshit. That was. But they've been fucking with Detroit all year. <laughs> like, I don't know what Detroit did to some of these. They've been fucking with Detroit all year. Man, that was that. They got got. Remember, they got got the first game of the season. Yeah. They always get got with, like, remember the Calvin Johnson catch? That wasn't a catch. And then that led to the whole, like, three years of us guessing what was a catch what wasn't. Yeah. Like, Detroit has always been screwed on some shit like that. And it's like, you're not, they're not good. And all you're doing is making, like, who knows how some of these games would have went if they would have like, just left them alone from an official standpoint. Maybe Detroit doesn't do as bad some of those seasons as they did. Maybe Calvin Johnson doesn't fucking retire at age of 28. <laughs> like, he, t- he talked to Barry. He was like, hey, man, what do you do? Well, I left. <laughs> Barry got the fuck out of here. He's like, shit, I'm in the Hall of Fame. I ain't, I ain't got to stay in Detroit. I'll just go home. And you know what's crazy? I ain't heard from Calvin Johnson since. He just chilling. Because Cal- he got money. Calvin Johnson took his ball and went home. He ain't talking about coming back. Because <clears throat> I thought that was going to happen. I thought he was going to retire maybe and for get, like a year. And get the itch. Yeah, and then come and that, back to another team. How long? Hold on, let me. I think he's been gone for like five years now. I could be oh, off. Hold on. I think it's been like seven. He's been out for a minute. But Calvin Johnson has just been chilling. Dog, it's only been four it's only been four years. And it, he was the reason why the team was in most of those he, games. He retired in 2016. Golly. He retired at the age of 30. You know what's sad? He could still come back. Yes. And do damage. I don't know if I do damage. Let me take that back. But he still come back and be 
Yo, homeboy had 1964 receiving yards in a season. And I've seen his name come up with people potentially putting him in the Hall of Fame. Because I'm looking at his resume right now. Six-time Pro Bowl. Check. Three-time first team, All-Pro. Check. One-time second team, All-Pro. 2010's All-Decade team. Two-time receiving yards leader. Back-to-back, actually. Uh, Receptions leader. Receiving touchdown co-leader one year. Um, And then the rest is his... Uh, college accomplishments, but he had 1,964 yards in the season. He has the most consecutive 100-yard receiving game at eight. He has 731 receptions for 11,619 receiving yards, 15.9 yards per reception, and 83 receiving touchdowns on a team that had probably a quarterback every now and again. Oh, my God. But I, because hmm, if you put Calvin in, you got to put Sterling in. If you put Calvin in, you got to put Sterling in. I mean, wait, wait, excuse me. I'm looking at his NFL records here. Uh, most receiving yards in a single season. Seasons with 1,600 yards receiving, two. Tied with the guy from Indianapolis. Uh, Torrey Holt, A.B., and Julio. <coughs> most consecutive games with at least 100 receiving yards, eight tied with Adam Thielen. The most consecutive games with at least 10 receptions, four. Most 100-yard receiving games in a season, single season, 11 tied with Michael Irving. Most receiving yards in a five-game span, 860. God damn. 861. Most receiving yards in a six-game span, 962. Most receiving yards in a single game in regulation, 329. Most games with at least 200 receiving yards, five. Tied with Lance Allworth. And don't even get me started, dog, of Lions franchise records. Most receiving touchdowns in the season. Most receiving touchdowns career. Most receiving yards career. Most receiving, uh, most receptions in a game, 14 against the Cowboys. Yards in a game, that's the same Cowboys game. Most most receptions in a career, most seasons with ten plus receiving touchdowns. Most it goes on. This fucking list is the crazy long as a bit. Is, he was name, on Dance with the Stars. Can you name another Lions receiver? Marvin Hare, Marvin uh, Jones. Boy, you almost slipped up. I, I did. <laughs> Wait, I, did this nigga win? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, he finished in third place. He he plays third place in Dancing with the Stars, dog. I believe he should go in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if he would be first ballot. <clears throat> I would have to see I think, receivers. See, because you know what I would always say: the popularity depend uh, will determine how fast you get into that bitch. Yeah, I think he'll be first ballot based on popularity. Mm. I would I would love to to disagree with this, with what my opinion is because I just remember watching him play, mm-hmm. and he was one of those players I wish was on my team. See, and then it we didn't see enough of him because it was the Lions. Yes, and nobody really 
fucks with the Lions anyways, even when he was doing his thing. I remember we would see a highlight of his, and we would just keep it pushing. Yeah. Um, and the, the team was so mismanaged at the time. I think he was on that 0-16 team, too. Let me look. Hold on. That's, I don't think that will hurt his credibility. But, I mean, that hurts when you have this great receiver and they didn't win a game. Uh, no, he was not. Oh, he wasn't on that team? Oh, yes, he was. There, there he goes right there. Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, so that that sort of uh, puts a damper. I don't think that should. It puts a damper. If you're a great receiver, you should at least have them win like two games. Not with these quarterbacks. Was Matthew Stafford the quarterback of that team? No, he yeah, was not. Or was that the year that they got? Let me let me read you the quarterbacks. <laughs> two thousand, the two thousand eight. Wait, Detroit was Dan Orlovsky in one of those teams? Dan Orlovsky. Oh, Drew man. Drew Stanton, Dante Culpepper, Dante. Oh, Drew Henson. <laughs> I miss Dante. You want me to read you the the running backs? Go ahead, read me the running backs. Avalon Kaysen. No, Avion Kaysen, excuse me. All right. Jerome Felton, he was the fullback. Rudy Johnson with the I. Moran Norris, another fullback. Kevin Smith. You want to read you the other the other wide receivers? Hold on. Kiri Colbert. Chris Hannon. <laughs> Adam Jennings. Not to be confused with Greg Jennings. John Standiford. Travis Taylor. Who was the head coach for that team? Oh, hold was on. Was that Jim Schwartz? Oh, hold on one second. Let me. Head coach. Oh, my God. Rod Marinelli. Oh, and the GM. The GM. I, I think the GM. The GM. Something McMillan. Was it, was it something McMillan? Uh, Matthew. May, I'm sorry. Martin Mayhew. On that staff, he was he's a commentator now, but he was on that 0-16 staff and they gave him the shits. I'm gonna have to look this up. No, there's nobody on the staff with McMillan. Or in the front office. Let me look on the roster though. I know there's a McMillan. he's a big white dude. Big white dude with a mustache. Gotta be an offensive lineman. <laughs> <laughs> nope, ain't no McMillan is uh no. Hold on, let me look. I'm looking through. I'm Practice squad. Oh my god, that is crazy. I forgot Dante Culpepper played for the fucking Lions. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'll be forgetting about Dante Culpepper. <laughs> well, he had like a two year stretch where I thought that he was, was on the cover. Good. He was on the cover of one of those games. I think it was Madden. Oh my god, they had John Kitna on injury reserve. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was supposed to be the starter that year. Oh shit, son, this is all bad. This is all big bad. Damn, this team was so bad. Wait, was it Matt Millen? Matt Millen. Let me see what team he was a part of. He was a CEO. 
Okay, I knew he was somewhere in the No, 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 no. He got fired on the 24th of September. <laughs> he was fired, like, earlier this season. Oh, that makes sense. Hey, even they were, weren't mathematically eliminated from playoff contention until week 11. That wasn't really a good year for football, though. Mm-mm-mm. Man, man, man. Damn. Didn't another team go on 16 too? Oh, I yeah, the Lions. Cleveland. The I Cleveland, Cleveland. Did it in 2017. Mm. And I think that was the year before they got, uh, oh, boy. They Cleveland was nice with it, dog. Cleveland went 1-15 in 2016 and then 0-16 in 2017. They did losing at a different level of all your other niggas. Remember when Butt Light had that refrigerator full of beer and he said, you can't open this until you until win a game? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I think they had a parade when they won that game, too. They Yo, when they won that game, they went crazy in Cleveland, dog. And I look at y'all. Y'all in the playoffs. Look at y'all. Go ahead, Cleveland. Enjoy. Because, man, there's nowhere to go but down from here. They can still go up. They can still win y'all division one of these years. I don't know, dog. Listen, man. Know, cause, dog. Because Cincinnati looked like they trying to build something. Remember, remember the Dolphins won the the the, uh, the Dolphins won uh, the fucking AFC East in the midst of the Patriots being dominant. Wasn't that the same year that Tom Brady was injured? Yes. Are you saying that there's no way any of the other quarterbacks at AFC didn't, North can get did, injured? Did, didn't Tom Brady end up winning a Super Bowl that next year? I think. Uh, no, wait. I could be wrong in that. I don't remember. What year? What Was it 2008 when it happened when he got injured? Because I remember that was the year he was injured I think was he, Joe Flacco's rookie year. I think he did win the and next we year. He went to the AFC Championship. Either he... Either. No, he didn't. See, no, I he can't didn't. remember when he no, was he with didn't. Randy. No. No, he, he Randy, I think Randy was still there when he got injured. But the quarterbacks, they had just. Okay, so him. they had just come from us playing us in the Super Bowl then. Yeah. Okay. The first time. Yeah. <sighs> Football is fun. Shout out, you know, a shout out to them because me and you gave them like no, no chance of actually playing all the games in the season. Not a one. I didn't think the season was going to start, but God bless them. <laughs> and then my biggest fear happened where my teams got ravaged by COVID. Hella, hella high water. They played all these damn games. We had a game played on every day of the week for the first time ever. I think it was actually kind of fun having it. Was, that. It was weird. It was it was it was definitely and then it was super weird because basketball was still going on until like the middle of October, like it was just weird. Once again, I don't know how you could be a not be a sports fan in January and like think you're gonna do fun shit in mm. January, unless you live somewhere where it snows or Florida. See, and even then, if you if you live somewhere where it snows, you like hockey. And hockey ain't even back yet. I don't think. I don't know. I don't. I don't watch hockey. I don't either, but I know their they their season coincides with yeah, basketball. basketball. Yeah, they didn't it? Shit, I ain't heard nothing about hockey. Yeah. Oh, they probably like you know y'all can we'll we'll wait. We chilling. They were like, did y'all see last year? Our damn warm weather team won. Nah, we're gonna wait. 
Fucking Tampa Bay won the hockey championship. They don't know nothing about ice. Niggas ain't seen snow ever. But got the nerve to be good at fucking hockey. Tell me the time I was down there with Bruce's folks, and it was like 72 in January, and they were complaining about how cold it was. And yeah. I said, y'all can kiss my ass. LA people be doing that, too. Don't let it get in the 60s. LA people think it's a fucking it's a blizzard. Like, like man, God, shut damn. up. I keep my house at 65. Don't play That's with me. Saying, like, no, no, come on. Come on up here. Come on up here and see what cold is. See what cold feel like. And then keep going up north. Mm. You tell niggas, you tell niggas in LA that it snowed in New York already, and they're gonna be like, "What? What? Like, yeah, the, the week of Thanksgiving. What? That early? That's like summertime. No, the fuck it's not. Man, but God bless. I would love to live there. <laughs> I would love to have that weather. I don't want to live there because you know they're overrun with COVID right now. Um, but I would love to have that that type of weather. You wouldn't year. want to move to LA. I know you would be closer to your Lakers, but you wouldn't like to say shit pop off here and like we get like a contract and they're like, "Hey, we need y'all to move to LA." Though I'll move to LA. I didn't work. I would absolutely move to LA. All right. That contract got to be phenomenal. Yeah, dude, because it is Cause expensive to live out that bitch. I, I need to know that I can stunt out there. <laughs> you gonna be at every Laker game, dog. <laughs> he gonna be sitting next to Jack Nicholson. Like man, I love you in Batman. <laughs> it's gonna be- You're my favorite Joker. Listen to this lineup: <laughs> Jack Nicholson, Snoop Dogg, Dejon Coleman. <laughs> hey, hey, you're you're my favorite Joker. Oh man! And I would definitely listen. G- give me the opportunity. I would absolutely do that. Like I was just, my, <clears throat> you know what I watched the other day? I was watching. Uh, I woke up. I didn't sleep well one night. I think I went to sleep like 2 and then woke up at like 4.40 in the morning and couldn't go back to sleep. So I was like, fuck it, I'll go out here and I'll watch a movie. So I laid on the couch, got comfortable. I was like, oh, I'm going to watch Savages. I had never seen it. Have you seen Savages? I With Blake Lively? Yes. Is that the one where they were doing like drug deals and shit? Yeah. So, yeah. They, so the, the, the two white dudes own their own cannabis company. And cool. he fucking Blake Lively. Both of them. And they were both cool with it. That was that was the setup. I think one of those uh, kids. With Sam Hayek. She was in there. Oh, man. She was so bad in that movie. She was looking so good. Um, oh, my God. But I think one of those dudes was kick-ass. I think the one with the long hair and beard was kick-ass. Oh, okay. Um, I, don't ever, I don't remember kick-ass, to be honest with you. Um, but I watched that. I watched the uncut version. I don't know what the difference between the unrated version and the regular version was. More nipple. There wasn't a whole lot of nipple on it, period. I know, I just, I just threw something up. Um, but uh, it was actually, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. I mean, a bunch of white people that are getting caught up, getting uh, yeah, caught up with the cartel. Uh, but I didn't, it was different from what I thought it was going, the plot of it was going to be. Yeah, the plot was going strong, and then it just flipped, and I was like, oh. But... And like, then I ended up watching like Alpha Dog right after that. So my theme of the morning was like white oh, people doing violence, white people doing crime. Yeah. Unbelievable white people crimes, by the way. I cho- well, shit, Alpha Dog, that's a true story. I don't believe it. I, I, dog, I, every time I watch it, I have to go look it up again so I can read the details of what happened. But no, it's yeah, that's a true story. <laughs> that's, 
they called that nigga in Brazil, <laughs> like five years after it happened, because that nigga took off. The names aren't the same, of course, but yeah, that's an absolutely true story. I was like, damn. And it was like his dad was connected to uh, like the mafia. So when he, uh, <laughs> that nigga skated off, his dad was giving him like $1,200 like every week. <laughs> it's like an allowance. They caught the son on one day and caught the dad the same day doing other shit. You know a movie I saw the other day? I know we were running late on time or whatever. I don't care. Uh, I watched Hoodlum. Hmm. Hoodlum? Yeah. Lawrence yeah. Fishburne and Cicely Tyson? Yeah, I haven't watched that in years. I, I'm going to hell because I laughed when uh, the little Haitian dude got shot up, or the big-ass Haitian dude got shot up. Oh that was Cicely Tyson's bodyguard. Because she was just in the street. Tamichi! Like I just I I lost it. I had to go somewhere. Holy shit! I almost peed myself laughing at that. I don't know why, but I had to watch it. And then they saw they showed um, Prince's daddy eating a leftover sandwich. Yeah, I called him Prince's daddy because I can't remember his real name. He was Prince's daddy in Purple Rain, but he was like he ended up playing Bubby Johnson in American Gangster. I can't remember his name though. Oh, um, it's Clarence something. It's like Clarence William the Third or something like that. Yeah, the dude from uh, Tales from the Hood, the yeah. original one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they made him eat that sandwich, and I was like, kind of mad. And I was like, why well, I keep watching this movie? Like, it's one of those movies where I was like, oh man, we put this on, man, it's kind of entertaining. And then you start watching, it, it's like, wait, why am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I told you a couple years ago, I was just randomly at the crib when I lived in Norfolk, and fucking uh, what's the movie? The Inkwell came on. <laughs> It's like, in theory, it's yeah. like, oh, man, this yeah. would be a great two well, hours. Uh, boy, I sat there, I watched the shit out the equal, and I was mad as hell at Jada Pinkett right after. I was like, man, fuck her, dog. It's like, watching, it's like watching Jason's lyric. Like, I'm like, yes. oh, <laughs> oh, man, this is going to be a great movie. Hey, man. see, <laughs> I told you I watched the Power finale the other night, right? Yeah. The, the Power Book 2 Ghost. Nigga, we spent, like, years hating this little nigga, Tariq. I'm on his side now. He's <laughs> making moves, dog. You are you gonna watch it? I might. I, I okay, well, I'm not gonna do no power. spoilers for you. Today. I'm really big on power. But I'll just say the power the the this season, the first season of the Tariq power version. That shit is hard. That nigga Tariq is moving and shaking, and looking fresh every damn day. I was like, oh yeah, you 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 doing the thing? You doing the thing, young man? I'm, I'm hey, proud I, of you. I will say this though, because I keep seeing pictures of him like on the internet and things. You know, people. Uh-huh. Sharing hate about him as a whoever is his barber is dog a one a one his barber Jalen Rose. But you know what? You can't even hate him after this season. Like he did everything he needed to do to get in the good graces of everybody. You couldn't hate him. If I need to talk to somebody who still hates Tariq now and be like, why? And don't lie to me. And the kid that's the the dude that's the actor Mike. His name is Michael Rainey Jr. He, there's some scenes up there, and he was phenomenal. I was like, damn, dog, you really, you got a future. And then Bobby Brown is up there. You know, not the real Bobby Brown, the BT Bobby yeah. Brown. Yeah. He wild as hell. Mary J. Blige is up there. I don't even know if Mary J. She loves her kids, but I don't even know if she really loves her kids on this, on this show. Like, I don't think I ever heard her. I don't think I've heard her say a nice thing about any of her children <laughs> the whole season. 
every time I've seen Mary J. J. Blige in like a role, it's always been like a gritty New York. She yeah, she's like a she's like a hard mother. Like she's done, she's doing things that she never wanted to do in life. Like she's running her her husband's drug trade, so now she's like hardened because of it. Because when she was in, what's the name of that show on Netflix with the superheroes? Uh, fuck the one I'm trying to get you to watch. Oh, oh girl. Umbrella Academy? Yes. Oh. When she was in that on the first Mary J. Blige season. Is on that? Yeah, she's in the first <laughs> season. And she's like, she's a bad guy, but she's not a bad guy. But she's always been like this Brooklyn badass. Yeah, like Mary, role. Mary J. Blige don't play. Even the role she got nominated for an Academy for, I can't I think it was like Mudborn or something like that. I can't remember the name. It was like Mud something. Was it Mudblood? No, it wasn't Mud Damn, I did that to myself. I apologize, y'all. I did that to myself. <laughs> he was ready. He was ready. You know what? Oh, shit. You know what? Kudos to you, because you was ready. <laughs> you had the rifle ready, and I didn't. Hey, man, you might want to, like, when you well, edit right this, into that Claymore. you might want to go ahead and just bleep that one right out. Just, just in no, case. No, I'm leaving in. Fuck it. It's 2021. <laughs> just in case. All right, if we get, hey. Y'all listen to me right now. If we get suspended for a week, I'm sorry, but I told him to edit the shit out. <laughs> he all had it. Oh, shit. Man, I saw my I saw my opportunity. I took it. Fuck it. I don't care. Hey, man. No fault. No faults here, man. If we, made the, if, we made, if we made the playoffs last night, I might not have took that shot, but I did. It was my Fuck fault because I threw the ball in triple coverage thinking that my receiver was going to get it, and I mm. didn't know that. Nah. He's going to go Ed Reed with the bitch. <laughs> to the house. To the fucking house, dog. 109 yards. Oh. All right. Well, I'm done. I don't know what else we got to talk about. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just, uh, it's a new year, man. Yeah. Happy New Year to all y'all that made it. Oh. And I pray that y'all make it to see the next year. Yeah. Shout out to y'all. And the year after that. Keep listening to our show. Keep growing. I finally made the Facebook. Hey, hey, you can follow the show on oh Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> it's this ain't a pod. Yeah, I thought I was going to do it in the first quarter. Oh. Drop it on the first day. Yeah. Oh, man. I literally had nothing to do, so I just said, let me, man, let me just go ahead and do this now. You made me an admin and all, like two minutes after I was already fed up with it. I was like, God damn it. I mean, if you want, I can, like, take you off. I just keep getting alerts. <laughs> so every, It's like every time I go to Facebook, I got new notifications. Oh, it's probably just people liking it. But shout out, shout out to y'all people that's liking it. Um, you can follow my Steve colleague at exhibit underscore D-E-E on both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at well damn spread on both Instagram and Twitter. We will be back on Thursday at 8 o'clock on time, I promise. Damn, dog. First show of the year we're going to put up late, too. That's that's your fault. That's all right. First show of the year. Hey, look, I don't know how much football we're going to talk on Thursday, but we're going to talk a lot of it. So, I mean, it'll be like today, but with more information and things. Yeah, today was a live show. We've been giving y'all a lot lately. Fuck y'all. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, we're going to be, especially with the playoffs coming up on Saturday and Sunday, we will be more football-centric. So, if you're into that, cool. If you're not... Still listen to us anyways. Oh, yeah. Steph, Steph dropped 62 yesterday, too. Yeah, shout out to him. He heard. He said he heard y'all sh- talking shit, and he took it personally and bust, bust Damon him up for 62 points. 
were talking about this on Thursday, but Dame and CJ got to stop talking so much. Hey, shout out to Devin Booker for calling Paul George a, a soft ass nigga. Yep, soft ass nigga. Yeah, I like that energy. Which coming from Devin Booker is wild. Yeah, but I like that energy. Bring that back. Bring it back. We're gonna NBA. we're gonna talk about some some NBA beef and shit on on Thursday, but CJ and Dame got to shut the fuck up. Yeah, but that's a Thursday. But we will see y'all on Thursday. Good night, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Let's go hometown. Two weeks in a row. Let's go hometown.